Welcome to Business Pants. We are Free Float. We are Matt, Ari, Jesse, Damien. Today's podcast, Business Pants Corporate Theater. Let me hand it off to our MC and get the show going. Our corporate theater players this week are the extraordinary Courtney Cook, Phil Hawk, Ashley Kutzer, and Mark McGee. This week on the show, we have a magnificent selection of magnificence. Jiminy Cricket writes an open letter to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Target CEO Brian Cornell gets involved in some gift card scams. And a quick glimpse into a CEO's voice memo diaries. Up first, the Walt Disney Company's sage prophet, Jiminy Cricket, doesn't like what's going on in Florida. He has some poignant words for Governor Ron DeSantis, who is punishing the corporation for supporting gay rights. Well, hello. Cricket's the name. Jiminy Cricket. You may know me from the 1940 Walt Disney classic animated film Pinocchio. In that film, I was appointed by the Blue Fairy to serve as Pinocchio's official conscience, and I did my best to steer the little guy away from evil and bad decisions. I wasn't always successful, but ultimately, Pinocchio did choose the right path and, in the end, became a real boy, although, frankly, some of us of the non-human variety don't think that that's much of a prize, but eh, that's beside the point. I would like to give my proverbial two cents regarding Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' recent political move against my alma mater, the Walt Disney Company. It seems this DeSantis character doesn't take too kindly to Disney publicly disagreeing with his draconian don't-say-gay policies, and, well, now he's going to flex his right-wing muscle and assert some misguided authority over the company by dissolving Disney's self-governing district and appointing a board to oversee the government services that the Disney district provides. And he doesn't want to stop there. This smug, wet sock wants to have his way in what type of content Disney produces from now on. As a member of a political party that constantly preaches the evils of socialism, communism, and Marxism, concepts they really know nothing about, DeSantis is pretty much nationalizing a company for political reasons, which is exactly what Uncle Joe Stalin did in the USS of R., this is also the same group that is taking books out of libraries and erasing history from school curriculums. As an officially appointed conscience, I can guarantee you, whatever it is that authoritarians scream the loudest against, <laughs> you can be darn tootin' that that's what they're doing themselves. And, of course, this pompous rube has appointed only his cronies to this newly formed board. Donors and loyalists 
that look like the road company of the Handmaid's Tale. I gotta tell you folks, this whole mess makes my light green head as red as a cherry tomato. When I think of how Mr. Walt Disney himself would react to DeSantis and his policies, <laughs> it makes me want to defrost the old man myself and turn him loose on that go-go boot-wearing fraud. Oh, forget what I just said about defrost. I've got a pretty scary NDA that I do not want to break. <laughs> Listen, I know that the Disney company is not perfect and never has been. Like every company, it's had its share of great achievements and embarrassing blunders. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Song of the South. And recently, it's had a reputation of being a blood-sucking corporate monster that's slowly eaten up every other major creative property with world domination as its ultimate goal. And their crossover promotion of all those properties is absolutely shameless. I've just been told I'm in the second season of Loki, for criminy's sake. But at least they're putting out fairly progressive material dealing with diversity and inclusivity. They're showing kids that it's 100% A-OK to be you. And the world is not just full of white, heterosexual, suburban Mickey Mouse Club-like drones. Pardon the irony. Besides, they must be doing something right to make these self-appointed guardians of virtue so upset. To bully a company with vengeful laws just because that company doesn't agree with your warped concept of family values is just flat-out wrong. And to think that you can control and manipulate artistic expression, well, that's just downright evil. Our conscience is that still small voice people won't listen to. Without a conscience, a.k.a. me, Old Pinocchio would have ended up an amoral, pathological liar, carnival oddity known as the boy with the astounding tree trunk of a nose. If DeSantis even has a conscience, well, he is for sure not listening to it. So all of us that do have a conscience have to do everything we can to stop this kind of very dangerous behavior. Suppressing ideas, opinions, creativity, and individuality cannot be tolerated in any form. During the last worldwide battle with book-burning fascists, Walt Disney said this, I believe that this frightfulness we see everywhere today is only temporary. Tomorrow will be better for as long as America keeps alive the ideals of freedom and a better life. I am hopeful that our current frightfulness will be temporary also. Well, I'm off to an anti-DeSantis rally with Baloo the Bear and Sully the Monster. They're pretty intimidating at that sort of event, and I always have a great view sitting on their shoulders. So, join us wherever you are, and don't give up the fight. And remember, when you wish upon a star, makes no difference who you are. Anything your heart desires will come to you. Trademarked by the Walt Disney Company, 1939. Oh, and coming in 2024, Pinocchio and Andor's Ewok Adventure. So long. Up next... 
a very dark look at a report from the Federal Trade Commission that warned Target gift cards had become a favorite for scammers, representing $35 million in payments, two times more than any other brand of gift cards. This sketch starts with a call between Target CEO Brian Cornell and his mother. There's a whole article in the paper today, honey, and I'm worried. Mom, I'm busy. I'm at work. I'm reading all kinds of scary stories about Target in the paper, honey. Mom. They're saying... What are they saying, Mom? Well, they say you're coming out of a fourth quarter better than expected, but profits are still shrinking. What is going on, Brian? I'm worried. Mom, please, I've got this. I'm just so worried about you, honey. It's all going to be fine, Mom. And what about these gift card scams? I I read that Target is getting hit the hardest by these scammers. Who the hell are these people? Scammers are going to scam, Mom. That's what they do. I'm not worried. There was some pushback to appear like we cared, so I... Threw a small committee on it. It's all good. Look, I got to get back to work, Mom, okay? Don't worry. I know what I'm doing. It's really bad. I heard people are losing thousands and thousands of dollars, mostly unsuspecting old people like me. Right, Mom, but really, think about it. How dumb do you have to be to fall for that crap? I mean, seriously, they kind of deserve it. Did you know that most of them don't even tell anyone? They're so scared and ashamed when it happens. Anyway, honey, I'm still worried. You're you're having a rough few years. I got this, Mom. You sure, honey? Yeah. Who raised me, Mom? I did. That's right. You did. And you didn't raise a loser or a quitter, did you? No, I did not. That's right. So please, trust me. Okay, honey, but but indulge me for a second. Tell me about something you got cooking in the kitchen. Something you got up your sleeve, because I know you're always thinking, always on to some new hot idea. Okay, okay, I'll tell you one thing, but, but then I gotta go and get back to work. You know, I'm a CEO, Mom. Thank you, honey. Tell me. I won't tell anyone. Okay, well, I'm gonna invest about $5 billion over the next few years. I'm gonna open 20 new stores nationwide, and I'm going to upgrade. Y- you know, like give a f- whole full-on makeover to about 175 existing stores. Well, that's terrific. You've got the money to do this, Brian, honey? Yes, Mom. And you know, I mean, I do have one little trick up my sleeve. Oh! I know you did. Do I know you or what? You always got something cooking. Okay, listen to this. We're going to make changes to how people return the crap they've bought. We're going to make the returns desk only available through drive-up. Drive-up? Like a drive-up window? Yeah, drive-through returns. How is that going to help people buy more crap? I mean, uh, goods. Don't you want them in the store? Okay, well, I, I, okay, I can see why you'd say that. I can see why you'd think that keeping people in the store would help business, but no. Mom, Mom, Target is all about selling affordable joy, Mom. Affordable 
joy. And I don't need those grump-ass returns people bring in their negative energy inside my stores. It is not contributing to the joy vibe. Look, I don't care if they do buy an extra pair of sweatpants when they return the TV that doesn't work. You know, Plus, and you didn't hear it from me, I'm going to make sure not to leave too much room in the parking lot for a long line of cars. People will be forced to give up and keep the stuff. Hello, profits! Well, now you're sinking, Brian, honey. Look, Mom, I gotta go. Um, oh, Real quick, um, how's Smiling Hills? How's the nursing home treating you? Good, I hope. Oh, the best. Okay, good. You and your friends, you doing okay? You still got your group trips? They're still taking you guys on your weekly shopping trips to Target? Oh, yeah, we're having a blast. Uh, those little bus rides are such a hoot. Uh, we're going this afternoon, actually. Excellent, excellent. Anybody, uh, anybody new at the nursing home recently? Any, uh, any new friends? Well, now that you mention it, someone did move in next door to room 24. And guess who it is? Who? Mrs. Gully. Who? Who is that, Mom? Gertrude Gully. You remember? Your first grade teacher. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And you know what? It's so sad. She barely recognized me. She's got the beginning stages of dementia and, pardon my French, but she doesn't know her ass from her elbow anymore. Uh, uh, Room 24, you said? Yeah, you know, right next to me. What a life she's had. Taught first grade for almost 48 years, and and both the kids are gone. So sad. Did you know that? One in in that horrible ski accident and, and her husband... He left it just as soon as she couldn't remember where she kept the can opener to make his daily tuna fish sandwich. Can you imagine? She's been making his meals for almost 50 years, and then poof! The second her mind goes, he dumps her for a woman half her age. But I guess the good news, if I'm naughty, is that with mild dementia, she doesn't really remember them. Yeah, that's sad, Mom, really, but look, I gotta go. All right, honey, go get him, champ. Bye, Mom. Bye, sweetie. Oh, man, this is too perfect. Mrs. Gully? She was such a dipshit back then. Oh, my God. Gullible gully, we'd call her. And she used to walk so slowly. I'd always be like, hurry up, lady. And she'd laugh. And what an idiot. Oh, man. We pranked her so hard in high school, and she fell for it every single time. And now she's got the beginning stages of dementia. This is too perfect. Hi, can I have room tw- Can I have room 24, please? Hello? Hello, Mrs. Gully? Yes, yes, this is Mrs. Gully. Mrs. Gully, this is Amazon calling. We have an important matter to discuss with you regarding your account. What? Hello? Wait, what? Who is this? This is Amazon. We are calling because your account is delinquent. I'm sorry, I, I don't... Really? Your account is seriously delinquent, Mrs. Gully, and I'm afraid things are not looking very good for you oh, right no. now. Oh, no. Am I in trouble? Oh, yeah. You are likely in a fair amount of trouble, Mrs. Gully. You bought a laptop, uh, excuse me, two laptops that you did not pay for, and you have an outstanding balance due of $6,000. Oh. I, I, look, I don't remember buying two computers. Your account is seriously delinquent, Mrs. Gully, and if you refuse to pay these charges, I'm going to have to report you to the federal government. But no, I, I didn't do that. I, I didn't buy any laptops. I Look, I don't even know how to buy a look, laptop. I have it right here. Mrs. Gully's Amazon account. 
two laptops. Total six thousand dollars. Look, I'm, I'm. This is this is very confusing for me. And I, look, I'm sorry. My husband usually. He's not my husband anymore. But yeah, we know he, that, Mrs. Gully. We called him and spoke to his new wife, who gave us your number. Oh. And if you don't pay us immediately, we will have no choice but to call your local police department to sort this out. The, the police? No. Look, I, I don't know, sir. I really, I don't remember doing anything. Nice try, Mrs. Gully. We've heard this whole, oh, I don't remember routine a thousand times. You can't fool us. Well, you've asked for it. I'm patching the police in now. No. Hello, officer. Yes, this is Officer Bryant. Uh, hi, officer. I have a Mrs. Gully on the line who owes Amazon $6,000 for some laptops she bought but decided not to pay for. Oh, yes, Mrs. Gully. We've been made aware of these delinquent payments. I have to break it to you that unless you pay this outstanding bill, we're going to have to file formal criminal charges against you. Criminal charges? Oh, I just don't understand. That sounds so serious and and scary. And It is I, serious, I, Mrs. Gully. You, well, okay, then... Um, well, I haven't been feeling well, and, and now I'm in a nursing home. Yeah, yeah, we know. But unless you settle these charges, you're going to be in some serious trouble. However, there is a way to avoid formal charges, Mrs. Gully. Really? Oh, great. How, how, how do I do that? Oh, I'll let this good sir from Amazon explain it to you. Goodbye. I'm advising you to do the right thing. Okay, Mrs. Gully, let's talk about how you can settle this delinquent account. To avoid the charges, you'll need to... Uh, Go to the nearest Target and buy $6,000 worth of gift cards. Okay. But you'd have to do it right now. Otherwise... No, no, no. Oh, oh, yes, well, I, may, I can. I mean, well, maybe I can. I, I just... Oh, we, we have a shuttle that, that goes to Target this afternoon, I, I think. I, I have to ask. I, let, me, let me just go and ask. Mrs. Gully, I hope you are taking this seriously. When you come home from Target this afternoon, I expect you to have 12 $500 gift cards purchased. I'll call you this evening. Goodbye, Mrs. Gully. Mrs. Gully takes the Smiling Hills nursing home bus to Target and returns home later that evening. Hello again, Mrs. Gully. I hope you've got those cards. Yes, yes, I do. I have them right here. I... I'm not going to be arrested, am I? I'm so scared. Mm, well, we'll see about that. Once you read me the serial numbers off the back of the cards and everything appears to be in order, then we'll see about dropping the charges. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, the first one is 5229. 5229. 3964. 3964. 22. Mrs. Gully, is there a problem? Hurry up. Is that is that one two or two twos? No, it's just... Your voice reminds me of someone that I used to know. They, they say that, that I have dementia, which makes me unable to remember all sorts of things, but I do remember most of the little children I taught when I was younger. Hurry up, lady. Did you say hurry up, lady? Little Brian, is that you? Uh, um... Brian Cornell, yes, yes, I thought that was you. Oh, shit. Now, 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 look here, young man, watch your language. It's me, Mrs. Gully, your first grade teacher. 
Brian Cornell. Oh, I'm so happy to hear from you. It's been so long. I'm I'm so happy to hear. I've been so proud of you all these years. You know, you're my biggest success story. I've been reading about you in the paper. What's this I hear? A big CEO of a Fortune 500 company? Uh, oh, you were always such a little prankster. I had a thousand first grade students in my career, and I'll tell you, I always remembered you. Oh, what a sweet little kid you were. You Even when you did get into trouble, which was more than a little often than I liked, if I'm being honest, we worked through it, didn't we? <laughs> Brian Cornell, now what brings you to me today? Oh, how is it that you're calling me? Oh, you know what? I saw your mother today. That's right. On the bus to Target. I didn't know she was at Smiling Hill. What a coincidence. You see, I'm in assisted living now because of the dimension. Wait a second. Are you trying to fool me with this gift card business? Is this a big joke? Now, don't you lie to me, Brian. You you know that lying is wrong. We We've talked about this. You crank called me multiple times way back when. We had to have a big talk with your parents about this. No, no, no. I, I, I was, it was just a joke. I, I wasn't serious, uh, honest. Yes, I, yes. Now, don't you lie to me, Brian Cornell. I could always tell when you were lying. And you are lying to me now. You had me to go all the way to Target to buy those cards, didn't you? Yeah. Mrs. Gully, I'm sorry. I've lost my way. My sales are down, and honestly, look, I don't do many of these scam calls, I swear to God. But the thing is, the truth is, all gift card business is good for business, even if it is a scam. Your mom told me on the bus today that you were going to invest four billion dollars to expand Target considerably. But don't you think that you first ought to take care of the people you've scammed first? I mean, you tried to scam me, your first grade teacher, the person who taught you how to read. Don't you think that knowing how to read helped you with your career as a businessman? I'm sorry, Mrs. Gully. I'm sorry. Please don't tell my mom. Please don't tell my mother taught you how to read and you think about how to read a scam book? (laughs) Well, that's okay. I'm probably going to forget this conversation anyway. But listen, Brian, now that I've got you on the horn, tell me, what have you been up to? Before I get to our last sketch, let me once again thank our business band's corporate theatre in alphabetical order. They are... Courtney Cook, Philip Huck, Ashley Kutzer, and Mark McGee. Let's end today's show with a piece called Note to Self, where CEO Carl Bunt confides in his voice recorder. Note to self, 9.17 a.m. Remind Perkins that the Tacoma spreadsheets need to be ready 30 minutes before the Monday morning meeting so I have time to review them. I look like a stuttering fool this morning and and tell him to stop wearing that ridiculous Donald Duck tie. Jesus. Note to self, 9.23 a.m. Never mind about the Perkins tie. No need to go down that personal attire rabbit hole. 
Also, idea for spring talent show medley of Michael Jackson songs. Look for Red Jacket in storage. Note to self, 10.14 a.m. Collins thinks the Michael Jackson medley is a bad idea because of the 2019 Christmas party blackface debacle. I would never do that, but maybe too soon. Ask Brenda Edwards if she'd do a Sonny and Cher medley with me. Note to self, 11.12 a.m. Just remembered Brenda was laid off last week. Maybe Cheryl and HR? No, scratch that. I could just do my ventriloquist bit with uh, my Warren Buffett dummy. Always gets good comments. Buffett dummy it is. Note to self, 11.38 a.m. Have Perkins create a weekly list of laid-off employees and their departments? It's important to know that. Note to self, 11.48 a.m. Idea for autobiography title, Stopping the Tide, The Life and Career of Carl Bunt. Or Against the Tide. Note to self, 11.54 a.m. Ask Helen tonight why she stopped putting cute notes in my briefcase. Did I do something wrong? Think. Um, bring some flowers home for sure. Have Perkins order some flowers. Note to self, 1.06 p.m. Remind Hutchins to stop bringing fish for lunch so much. The whole floor smells like Fisherman's Wharf. Or can I even do that anymore? Shit, I don't even know. Have Perkins call HR to see if I can even do that. Note to self, 1.23 p.m. Forget about calling HR. Hutchins just apologized and said he won't bring fish in the office anymore. Hope you didn't hear what I said. Try to keep comments to myself. I, I don't need any more HR inquiries. Have the cleaning crew go heavy on the air freshener, especially near Hutchins' desk. Note to self, 1.34 p.m. Stop saying note to self. Try notes or note or idea slash ideas or reminder slash reminders or brainstorm. No, that's too long. How about note notes and then reminder reminders. Idea ideas for brainstorming. Good. All right. Write these on post-its to remember. Note, 1.35 p.m. Have Perkins order more post-its. Note, should I give the time when I record these? I review at the end of the day, so what does it matter? Yeah, don't do the time. Maybe that should have been under an idea. Reminder, don't include Stort in emails regarding the Baton Rouge expansion. Perkins should have removed him from the group last week. I'm so sick of him forwarding emails to people that have no business seeing them. God damn it, fucking asshole. Shit. Idea, t-shirts for the company picnic with names and titles. Better than boring name tags and more casual. Maybe have different colors for each division. Better yet, polo shirts for execs and t-shirts for everyone else. I like that. Maybe, maybe hats too? Or maybe hats for execs and t-shirts for everyone else. I like that image much better. Makes it easier to spot who's who. Note, 2.43 p.m. Oh, Damn it, I said the time. Doesn't matter. Okay, remember, remember oh, this is a reminder. R reminder, don't ask Gary about his wife's illness anymore. Too goddamn awkward, and he just ends up crying. It's embarrassing and bad for morale. Idea, mosaic tile in the executive bathroom. Maybe some cobalt blues and magentas with some paisley designs. Italian-ish. 
Oh, oh, reminder, remind Helen about dinner at Bella Italia Friday with the Petersons. Not optional. Note, see if there's anything pertaining to the Baton Rouge expansion at home, computer or otherwise, and get rid of it, just to be sure. Clean out storage unit this weekend. No paper trails. Note, Clarice is in town next weekend. Send Helen and kids to Blake House. Say I'm having a few over for business strategizing. Schedule haircut, manicure, and go to the gym. Ideas. Titles for autobiography. When lightning strikes. A perfect storm. The corporate alchemist. Drinking the corporate elixir. No, no, no. Spitting out the Kool-Aid. The life and career of Carl Bunt. Yeah, that's the one. We are bored sabermetrics, and we will be back tomorrow without this silly voice, I promise. And please, go ahead, share this podcast with your pals.